All right, J Crypto here, guys. What is up? So, as you know, you can come to my channel to look at you know specific projects that I'm covering. I plan to cover a lot more in the future. Right now, it's just an interesting time. I'm trying to focus on general macro trends and some gems that I've done a lot of research on and I truly believe in. But uh, in today's video, I want to do a couple of different things. So first off, let's take a look at the markets. I did this last night, but I also just want to take a look again. Nothing too crazy has happened in the last day. We're kind of consolidating or moving sideways on the on the you know 24 hour. If anything, some of our major you know hold like um, major altcoins have had kind of a you know a little bit of a recovery including Bitcoin 2.5%, Cardano 13.2%, and uh, Polygon, which is up 9.5% on the 24-hour. So basically, you know, if, if you're like me and you watch a few of the big YouTubers to get news and you go to Cointelegraph, you go to Decrypt, you go to um, Coindesk, then you're probably getting a few mixed messages. And I just wanted to present you guys with a lot of different data and maybe not data, but I guess viewpoints would be the right way to just say it. Um, another thing I wanted to do is I wanted to show you guys a few of my methods for finding altcoin gems to invest in. And again, just remember, I'm not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice. If you look, my uh, YouTube channel is actually a comedy channel, believe it or not. So hopefully, you know, I make you guys laugh every once once a video right <laughs> but um i put it that way because it really illustrates how much this is just entertainment however i do love blockchain we're so early guys and uh i think i have some good stuff to show you today a few different viewpoints on where the market's going and hopefully this educates you guys the worst position to be is a position where you're just throwing money at things and you're selling things and you're doing it from emotion, in my opinion. I feel like when you get a few different viewpoints, you can make more educated decisions. Because the last thing that you want is to hold when everything drops. And the last thing that you want is to sell when everything is about to go up. So let's take a look at a few different viewpoints here. The first of which is Ivan on tech. You know, I saw a video on his, which was basically just, you know, it was, um, I mean, the title says, says it all pretty much, Bitcoin Mayday Signal. Uh, he does want to prepare people who follow him to, you know, potentially lose, or not lose, but not lose everything that they have. So let's just watch a minute of this. It's happening right now because when we look at what people are trying to see in the charts, it's confirmation bias. This is the Bitcoin chart, by the way. Confirmation bias. Because everyone has bags, including yours truly, in Bitcoin still <laughs> and in ETH. So the natural thing to do is to try to find something bullish. Let me zoom in. Let me dig deeper in the chart. Let me take a nice big shovel. I'm going to try to dig so deep in the charts and maybe find a glimpse <laughs> of something guy, bullishness though. because I want to believe it. Please, whales, pump us. Definitely go follow and subscribe, Ivan, and like all like like his, this video for sure and watch the full video, guys, when you get a chance. I definitely am not trying to steal his content. I'm going to be doing this with a bunch of YouTubers for educational purposes and other sources, and I'm just trying to share information. And I'm sure that Ivan would approve of this. I'm sure everybody else that I talk to or use their videos would be happy that I'm sharing it. So definitely not trying to steal his content here. I just think it's a really solid, you know, 
viewpoint, if you will. Pump us back up. You know, the usual we discussed yesterday, people now begging Wales to please pump us because they manipulated down now. Please, Wales, pump us back. I mean, all of that nonsense, okay? You don't want to fall into that. You need to look at this very, very realistically. And the realism right now is what I'm going to bring you. Because the only way for us to be bullish at this point is to go above 200-day moving average. That's the only thing that would be bullish, okay? We need to go above this white line, and we need to do it quickly. There's no way to sugarcoat it. We need to do it quickly. So he's saying we need to go above around 41000 if we don't go above it and we use it as resistance, this is the definition of a bear market. And this bear market doesn't have to be as long as the previous one, because previous one, as you know, it started in 2018, really at the end of 2017, but in the beginning of 2018, and then it bottomed mm -hmm. all the way here uh, a year later, but... Then it bottomed again in March 2020. So altogether, you can say that it took two years. It took two years of bear market. So we need to consider the possibility of entering some kind of bear market, maybe for one year, maybe for two years, who knows? Maybe it's going to be something like this, that we go to 20K and then we go up again. And maybe here somewhere we do new all-time highs. Or maybe it's going to be something like this. I mean, at the end of the day, Bitcoin has time. You know, we've been speaking about this previously. Bitcoin is here for centuries. It has time. Whether we're going to go to 100k this year, next year, or in 2023 for Bitcoin, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay? For you, it matters. For me, it matters. But Alright, guys. So that's one viewpoint. And he's not even really committing to this viewpoint if you watch the full video. Um, in fact, he's laying it out as a very serious option that could happen. We could be going into the bear market. Now, mind you, I'm not showing you this viewpoint only. I'm going to show you some contrasting viewpoints of some really knowledgeable people, including a clip I shared last night of Charles Hoskinson's. So let's just continue on because, again, this is Bitcoin, guys. This is bear market for Bitcoin, okay? This market is more evolved than it was before in the last two cycles. It's just a little bit more nuanced. So then we got this guy. BitBoy, the number one YouTube, uh, crypto YouTuber, a guy I definitely look up to. Um, you know, I think he's hilarious. He definitely has a different approach than I do on videos, but obviously it's worked for him being the number one YouTuber. And uh, <laughs> I just love this guy. But uh, anyways, it says, um, I'm just going to read the headline on this one. Worst Bitcoin crash this weekend. He goes on in this entire video to explain why he sold $2 million of altcoins. And he didn't sell them into USD and put it in his bank account. He put them into USDC. So that's a stable coin. And he's banking, he's betting that the market will go down enough where he can capitalize and actually buy things up when they go, when they go down. Now, it doesn't seem like he's predicting a long bear market. He's saying that we still could be at a $100,000 Bitcoin by the end of this year and things of that nature. But, you know, that was yesterday, May 29th. And then obviously he was talking about today, which is Sunday. And he literally tweets too at, you know, 11.13 p.m. when the market wasn't really, you know, doing anything 
um, atrocious, and maybe this is why he said this, but I'm reading into things. I haven't seen a more confusing time for crypto than right now. I mean, both Ivan and BitBoy's videos were references to today, which is Sunday, May 30th. So right now, going back to the markets, guys, just remember that we haven't really seen a major drop in the 24 hour. In fact, we've seen things go up a bit. So I don't know, maybe I'm filming this at the perfect time where we're going to see that drop. Maybe it won't drop at all. But the point is that the markets are incredibly volatile right now. And it may be a good time to, you know, take half your holdings and put them into USDC. So that way, when it goes down, you can capitalize like a lot of these other people are doing. Maybe you're just a hodler. And in that case, keep doing your thing, baby. Because much like yourself, I'm, I'm also a hodler. I like to think of myself as a hodler. So the next thing I want to show you guys, and I didn't show this part of the clip in yesterday's video, is my main man, the legend himself. Now, this is not just a YouTuber, guys. In fact, he's really become a YouTuber, which is great for Charles. I love this guy. And um, I think we should all follow him, whether you believe in Cardano or not, because his voice is very sober, especially in times like these, where we're having a huge amount of volatility, where there's a lot of speculation as to what's going to happen to the markets. He's been through this before. In fact, he was one of the founders of Ethereum. And uh, he's been through every single market that we've had. So let's just listen to about a minute and a half of what he has to say. Because the biggest takeaway I have from watching this next minute and a half is blockchain is so disruptive. The technology is all about changes that are going to happen faster and faster than we've ever had before. And that being said, who's to say that the markets can't act that way too? I mean, just because we've noticed some trends in the markets in the past does not mean that these markets have to respond the same way. In fact, a lot of these people who did TA were expecting a longer bull market than we've seen. And if it does go bearish, then those predictions would be wrong. So who's to say that now that the blockchain and crypto is on a more global scale, the market doesn't become more nuanced. I mean, Bitcoin dominance has fallen lower than it's ever been before. And that's just a testament to real products being in the marketplace, real blockchain adoption, working with DeFi, with NFTs, with, you know, regulation tech that's coming, with marketplaces that sell things that we can't even imagine could be sold. So let's just, let's just, you know, hear his rallying cry, guys, because if you're in this for the long term, then you don't need to worry. I mean, we're going to hear it right here that the changes are going to happen. The market is the market, but the changes are coming and these changes will be big. They will be huge. And if you're invested in projects like Cardano, if you're invested in projects like Bitcoin, then yeah, the short term is not going to matter, guys. Profitability to our industry as a whole, and there's a maturing of our industry as a whole. And on the peripheries, we have a mass influx of people who... Some came to get rich quick, some came out of frustration and anger, some came because they honestly believe this is the next big thing. And they can be old and they can be new, you can be the Ray Dalios and the Carl Icons, or you can be the 19-year-old kid who works at fast food and he's using the cash app to buy something. Uh, it doesn't matter, people are opting out of the legacy financial system and they're recognizing it for what it is. It's a negative to the human race. It's no longer a positive, and we're building something better. Mm. And these markets are reflections of that. And the 
diversity in the markets and the distributions in the markets and the vibrance of them, the volatility of them is a representation of that. Over the next 10 years, there's going to be more advancement in monetary policy from our industry than the last 100 years of central banks. In the next 10 years, there's going to be more advancement on financial engineering, the construction of financial products, and the marketplaces upon which trade them than the last 100 years from Wall Street and England and Tokyo and all the other places in the world combined. In the next 10 years, there's going to be more movement of wealth 24 hours a day, seven days a week on crypto rails than there will be through the BIS and through the fixed protocols and all these other things that are the mainstay staples of the financial world. In the next 10 years, there's going to be more automation and innovation and open law and automated law and regulation in our industry than the last 100 years of transnational agreements that have occurred. In the next 10 years, the next 2 billion people who enter the world financial system the vast majority of those people will be brought into our system from the cryptocurrency space. That's where we're at. That's what our industry is about. This is why there are so many incredible people who are in this industry working incredibly hard every single day. And unlike the past cycles in 2017 and 18, compared to today where we're at, uh, we're now in a situation where we've decoupled from Bitcoin and people are starting to realize that while that was a great experiment, it's not the end-all be-all, and that there's more to the story. And unlike the past, the macro is starting to actually move in our favor instead of just being this weird cyclic thing. All right, guys. So you can watch the full vid. But um, I thought that was a great counterpoint to a lot of these other things. Now, it's not really for a short-term trader. I know it doesn't get you guys excited and Again, confirmation bias, even if we were to look at the charts, can play a, a huge factor. Ivan's correct because though we could search and search and find, you know, uh, whatever, some kind of some kind of momentum technical analysis term that shows that we might be turning bullish, the reality is that we just don't know what's going to happen, guys. The, the past month has showed us that. And um, what we need to do is just take a hard look at our portfolios, and this is not financial advice, <laughs> this is just my thoughts, what I'm doing is taking a hard look at my portfolio, and I'm deciding, okay, what am I going to be basing my portfolio on? Because I don't know the next month, I don't know the next year, I don't know the next, you know, two years, let's say, but I know the next 10 is going to be having this technology in it. So in that respect, Maybe it's time to take a good hard look at our portfolios and really, you know, decide a strategy that works best for us. Um, to me, I'm not too worried. I don't think this market is going to be like other markets. I could be wrong. And my my intuition on this at this moment, if it changes, I'll let you know, um, because it certainly has changed this year. But my intuition on this market is that there's a lot of explosiveness in the market that's building up. I think that every time that we go way down and every time that we go way up, what happens is when we go down, guys, there's a lot of people that weren't going to get into crypto that have taken this time to finally buy some coins. And when we go up, there's a lot of people that get exposed to crypto because basically what happens when we go up 
is they look at that and they say, wow, man, I really missed out on that. I could have bought that or what's going on here. Maybe I should start learning. Maybe I should learn about decentralized finance. Maybe I should learn what a non-fungible token is. So those combined concepts just bring more and more people into crypto. The volatility in my mind is a great thing for the market because we're not going to get anywhere with the same group of people investing and investing. We need more people to invest in these projects for our investments to go up. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, I just drank my coffee a weird way. But um, all right, guys. So then the then I watched this video, which you guys should all watch and definitely subscribe to both Carl. Uh, I mean, um, Charles. Um, subscribe to Altcoin Daily for sure. Shout out to the twins and uh, Ivan and then BitBoy, of course. But this was a great video. I'm not going to show you guys it, but basically what it talks about is two bullish factors for both Ethereum and Cardano. If you're an Ethereum or Cardano hold, hodler, I should say, now could be a great time to buy. Now could be a great time to start understanding both of those technologies, in my opinion, if you don't understand them. Because Charles Hoskinson is the CEO, the guy that we just watched of, um, you know, I guess the the CEO, if you will, of Cardano, the founder. <laughs> but um, Ethereum has some major stuff happening to it very soon, guys. And in terms of devs, I think develop. I think the Ethereum. They say in this video that Ethereum has the most developers. So that's a huge bullish indicator, um, guys. This video was great. I mean, it really does give you some hope for both of these projects. It says that, you know, Cardano's explosive summer is coming, which could be true. I mean, Cardano got to what? A dollar and 90 cents. We're going to look back at this and say, wow, I wish I bought Cardano at a dollar and 65 cents. It's just a matter of how much time is going to pass. Like this is the superior project, in my opinion. The only reason why Ethereum, I think, still has a great chance it at, um, being part of the ecosystem is once they eliminate those gas fees and start burning ETH per transaction, yeah, that's going to be great. Okay, it's going to help. And Binance Coin already does that. So, like, in my opinion, it does that. But, um, anyways, guys, let's let's just move on because I don't know where I was going with that. So, a couple things I wanted to talk about were some people were asking me, guys, how I find altcoin gems like B Earn and B Dollar. And you guys are probably laughing because if you know SBDO, you're not going to say it's a gem if you just like, if you just look at the price because the price is way down guys. Like, let's just go to the 30 day. I mean, look at this. It literally went from around, oh, sorry, 90 day, like $8,000 to 132. You're probably thinking, wow, this guy just lost all of his credibility saying that this is a gem. Guys, I'm telling you, this project is a gem, okay? And if you haven't watched my other videos, then you should. Um, another coin that I believe is a gem, and the reason why, let me just go into this. It's really not just this one token, okay? The reason why this project is a gem is because it's part of what's called B-Earn. B-Earn has four native tokens. It has, well, actually it has more, including the multi-pegs. My point is that they have a governance token, they have an algorithmic stable coin, they have a collateralized um, feature in that algorithmic stablecoin and burns that are coming. They have a share where they divvy out um, supply when they need to increase supply of the algorithmic stablecoin in high volume amounts to SBDO holders, which is 
a form a great incredible stream of passive income they have a decentralized exchange with their own dex token much like pancake swap does um and they're they're going to have a launch pad they're going to have a nft marketplace all within their ecosystem and guys they also have an nft that allots you a percentage of all the ecosystem's profits so you guys should check out beearn.fi or bdollar.fi and just like go through their ecosystem. They have a lending platform. I mean, they won top five most valuable builders for the Binance Smart Chain. Look, I know that this is down, but considering all the market, you know, factors and it could still go down more. Don't don't get me wrong. Like this could go down to 100 bucks. This could go down to 80 bucks. I have no clue. But listen, guys, this token this project in general, I'm so bullish on. I think it's going to be a gateway. They're interoperable. They're working on being interoperable with Polkadot, and they're already interoperable with Ethereum, parts of their ecosystem. Line. Guys, this this project is going to be a gateway to decentralized finance. And for the first time, we may actually have a completed ecosystem that we can all work on. And everything that they put out, in my opinion, is great. Okay, that's enough shilling of that project. The next one I found was Yummy. And I'll show you guys how I found both of these projects. So Yummy, of course, is a token that is basically fighting to end world hunger. All you have to do is buy it and hold it and you can gain Yummy because there's a 9% tax. 3% of that 9% goes to all the holders. Whenever somebody buys or sells, there's a 9% tax. 3% goes directly to a charity fund. And then they try to meet a goal of about donating one Bitcoin per day. If they donate that one Bitcoin, any excess funds from that 3% just go to burning the token, which is great for the price. And then 3% and they work with the Binance Smart Chain charity to do all their donations. They do all their donations live. And then the other 3% of the nine actually goes to locking up liquidity for 10 years. So that's going to be a credible stabilizer for price as well. They've already burned more than 30% of the token and they have some of the biggest names in terms of celebrities backing this coin, one including Jake Paul, um, and Little Yachty has also mentioned his support for this token. So um, the so basically, guys, the way I found B dollar, right, is actually going on one of the DEXs on the BSC. And I recommend that you guys do this for PancakeSwap. You do this basically for all these. I do two things. Number one thing I do is I sort, I go to the farm. So you go to the farm on PancakeSwap. Then you sort by APR and you look at what's paying you out APR because usually the things that are paying you the most APR are newer projects. And then you just go and you type these in onto CoinGecko, uh, XEND, and then you type in Dairy because most of the, you know, if you know about yield farming, you know that you have to build liquidity with two tokens. One token is going to be a lot more stable like a BNB or a BUSD token. The second token could be something that is new that they want to provide more liquidity to or that maybe has been around, but there's not a lot of liquidity to it. So that's how I found B-Dollar. I just started searching when it first came out. I think it was in like, I don't know, maybe like December or maybe it was like January on uh, PancakeSwap. Uh, this, like I went onto the farms and I just started searching like what this project was and I think it was for BDO which should still be up here yeah so BDO is their algorithmic stable coin it pays you out a 273% APR pretty darn good in my opinion and um, I just started searching that guys 
and you just start searching these projects, you see what they do, um, and then you kind of like, you know, go to CoinGecko, like I'll do BDO for you. So you take BDO, for example, you go to CoinGecko, uh, Coin you look at it, right? You see, okay, what price is that? Okay, it's at 13 cents. Um, then you click on bdollar.fi and it brings you to the site. And then you look at the site and then you just start to YouTube, you know, you YouTube it, you see if you can find any content on it. And you, you know, go around the site and you check it out. Maybe you check out the Telegram and the Twitter and the Discord and you start learning about these projects. And that helps you identify whether something's an Oracle, whether something's DeFi, whether something's for NFTs, whether something's for regulation tech, whether something is, uh, you know, a, a blockchain or a smart chain, whether something is more of like, a, you know, I don't know, like a, a stable coin even sometimes. So there's all different features for that. But I just wanted to show you guys that that's one way to do it. Another thing that you can do too is you can go to Binance Smart Chain Daily. And this is a site I found recently um, because I was actually applying here. And I don't think that they ever got my uh, my application. Or maybe they did, but it was kind of like I didn't get accepted yet or I didn't get an interview yet. So, But it's okay because I kind of wanted to still make YouTube videos anyways. It's just like I do remember I applied here once. And I started to look at this and um, it was interesting, guys. So I, that was before my YouTube kind of. So obviously, you know, I've grown a little bit. I have 100 subscribers. I'm going to continue to grow. And I'm glad that it worked out. And I still use their site because you got to sift through here, but it will teach you a lot about using like a blog site if you don't use these. And um, it'll also show you like a lot of different projects. Basically, they do a lot of ICOs. So when a coin gets initially launched, or if there's some news, like, excuse me guys, BSC launch, it's early in the morning here, but BSC launch, a startup that caters to unicorns of the future, like this could be a cool article because Binance Smart Chain launch, you know, it's, um, sorry guys, I'm not going to sign up. You have my email and my application. But, um, you know, you just start reading these things, right? And you see if this is connected to Binance Smart Chain Daily. You see if this is connected to the Binance Smart Chain, the, the developers of that. And you just start to read, right? And then you find tokens. Like, that's literally how I found Yummy. Because the way I found Yummy was I found an article that was about We Enter, which was a huge pre-sale. And basically, the pre-sale was done with... Um, Little Yachty. So Little Yachty, basically in this pre-sale for We Enter, he was uh, partnered with them. And, uh, you know, I looked at the pre-sale. So then it got me interested. Okay, when there was Little Yacht, how, like, I didn't know Little, and this was a couple months ago, or maybe like a month ago. But I was like to myself, I didn't know that Little Yachty was into crypto. So that's what brought me to his Twitter. So then I went to his Twitter and let's see if I can find like little Yachty. I think it's like little concrete man or concrete boy boat. So it's not little, my bad, little Yachty. I love you, man. But um, basically, guys, I went to his Twitter and then I found this tweet. 
that basically, you know, said that he was into he was into something with Jake Paul. And it was it was a very interesting tweet. I'm not sure if I'll be able to find it because it was a while back, but it was a very interesting tweet, guys, and basically like I thought it was kind of funny. Because Lily Yachty had the middle finger up while he was FaceTiming Jake Paul. And maybe that was a sign of respect. Or maybe it was just like a little joke. Haha. Who knows? But um The point being, guys, that like he was basically endorsing this token with uh with Jake Paul. And there it is. Oh my God, go Jake Paul. Maybe that was in regards to the hat. Either way, it's somewhere in here, and it was a while back, but it probably wasn't that far back. I really want to find it with you guys. Let me, uh... You know who I could probably find that quicker, because they might post a little bit less is Jake Paul. Gotcha stage. Okay, so see, Jake Paul obviously supports Yummy. Um, I don't know, maybe they deleted it. They had to, right? Well, to be fair, I mean, it is true that uh, Little Boat does support a lot of other tokens, so it could interfere, I guess, with the stuff, but... Regardless, guys, maybe he deleted it. Maybe Little Boat does not want to be associated with Yummy. I don't know. It's very weird that I can't find this. Let's see if I find anything with uh, Yummy and Jake Paul. This media cannot be displayed. New username. <laughs> This guy's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, okay. This is when it all started. So who is the best person in crypto that I should talk to? Dana White plays his rings. Um, By the dip. Nobody taking my hat. Yummy crypto. Keep it up. Okay, I've done my research and I'm going in on yummy. Over 1 million meals already served. Yachty is feeling it. This tweet is unavailable. So this is the tweet, guys. This is the tweet, and it's unavailable. Maybe because I had the middle finger in it. So, possibly debunk that. I mean, Yachty had his middle finger. He was smiling, though, and Jake Paul said, Yachty is feeling yummy. And they've talked about yummy, like, on Twitter together, and apparently, like, Jake Paul has talked to Yachty off of Twitter, too. But um, regardless of the, you know, whatever it is, Little Yachty obviously backs a lot of projects, so I could see why it would be 
you know, maybe counterintuitive for him to back certain projects that compete. I don't think Yummy has any competitors, though. And I just wanted to show you guys that rant because that's literally how I find altcoins sometimes. When I see a new project that I haven't heard of, immediately you just research it. That's the best way. So you just go onto the farms on PancakeSwap, you go into, you click Dairy, or you go on to here and you just you just put Dairy, D-E-R-I, and uh, you see like a symbol that kind of looks like it, Dairy Protocol. You go to the website, okay? I'm not gonna do that right now. And you just start to research it, then you go on Twitter, you research if it's on Twitter, and that's how you find altcoin gems, guys. Now, this is a great site to start because it's really gonna follow everything on the Binance Smart Chain daily. What I look for though, when I'm looking at altcoins, guys, is I look for things that haven't been done before. So the reason why I liked Yummy was because I've seen projects that have attacks, like, you know, SafeMoon, right? But I didn't see a project that was before it even pumped, endorsed by someone like Jake Paul or like Little Yachty. And I didn't see a project that had already had kind of donated a lot of their proceeds of those taxes. And it had live streams of the donations. I didn't see a telegram of a project that was so strong. The telegram of Yummy, if you guys go on it, there's this one guy called Joe Foote. And you can listen to him. And he's up top in, in the voice chat. And uh, guys, this guy's so knowledgeable about crypto in general. So the community was there. They had the endorsements. The tokenomics were legit. And then everything that I could research about them was legit. And it was a fun meme coin type style where they have a dog eating a pizza. But it's a charity coin to end world hunger. So the reason why I invested in that, you know, not a lot, but just like, you know, enough to say I did, kind of, is because I I think it's going to do well over time. I really do. It has deflationary tokenomics. It has really great celebrity supporting it. And who knows? I mean, if it, if it doesn't do well, I donated some money to charity. So that's all good. Um, you just want to be careful when you see things that have been done before. And the reason why I mention that is because there's a huge market in this Binance Smart Chain that clones projects and then rug pools people. And you really want to be careful. The DEXs that I trust the most are going to be the BDEX for B-Earn ecosystem. And then the PancakeSwap DEX. Okay. On the Binance Smart Chain. For the Ethereum Smart Chain, of course, I'm going to trust, um, you know, Uniswap. All right. So, or, or one inch. One inch is great too. But moving on, guys. Let's just wrap this up. I found this really cool you know, article today, actually, um, about Cardano, which is talking about it to rise of 11% on sleepy Sunday morning. And we'll definitely check out too before we leave. But a major upgrade to Cardano blockchain started to be rolled out on Friday. While the rest of the market stays still, Cardano ADA, the fourth largest cryptocurrency by market cap, increased by 11% in price on Sunday morning to $1.64, according to data from metrics site Nomics. At its current price, Cardano is re-emerging to prices observed on Wednesday when ADA reached as high as $1.77. ADA is still far off its all-time high of $2.46, 
which the project achieved two weeks ago on May 16th. On Friday, Cardano started rolling out its Alonzo testnet, the update named after math and computer scientist Alonzo Churchill. Add smart contracts to the blockchain, meaning that Cardano is resolutely on the way to integrating decentralized applications to its blockchain. The Alonzo mainnet is expected to go live by the end of August. The most critical engineering path, integration path, coordination path, and community path are for the next 90 days, said co-founder, or said uh, Cardano founder, Charles Hoskinson, in one of his many YouTube updates earlier this week. Smart contract, and you guys can watch that, but smart contract functionality would place Cardano in direct competition with Ethereum, the blockchain whose coin is the second largest by market capitalization. Ethereum supported smart contracts since its launch in 2015, and the decentralized finance industry it now houses has grown by about $60 billion since last January. While new features often result in a price bump, ADA's price fell after the Alonzo's announcement on Friday. It slumped along with the rest of the market, which tanked by about 8% in six hours. However, today's price rally has contributed to a 25% increase for ADA in the past week. Cardano market cap is now $52 billion, about $1 billion more than BNB. The coin which with which it jockeys for fourth position on the rankings list. ADA's market cap is $10 billion less than US, USDT, stablecoin Tether, and about $1.27 billion lower than the market cap of Ethereum. The reason why I think BNB is going to be... Um, okay, so here's my prediction, guys, if you want to hear a prediction. I think... Cardano will overtake Ethereum in market cap. I think BNB will overtake Ethereum in market cap. Now, the reason why I think Cardano will, and I, I don't know when, but I do think it will, is because on Ethereum, you really only have solidity for now to build on. Um, and it will take a lot of money to invest to change kind of like that. You know, Obviously, Charles Hoskinson's product of Cardano was he was a founder of Ethereum. He saw a bunch of problems down the road that Ethereum would have to change and throw money at and invest into, and it would take a lot of work. So instead, he decided to create his own project that would take all those problems away, take his time to build it, and then would be a superior product once it was complete. Will Ethereum still be around? Absolutely. I think it will be a great project. It will have its you know, original developers and people will make it interoperable with Cardano and some of the gas fees will be eliminated and obviously the staking and burning will bring the price up. It will be a great coin to hold. I do believe that. The reason why I think Binance coin will overtake Ethereum is because CZ has more money than Vitalik does to throw at the coding languages of Binance coin. Binance coin, in my opinion, can be anything that they want it to be. In fact, they can make, and by the way, the reason why it's important that there's only one programming language allowed on Ethereum and how Cardano has every programming language all around is because you just have more access for developers. So you're going to be able to build things that we can't even fathom yet. Now, Binance Coin can definitely do that. Right now, it's more of a clone of Ethereum without gas fees, but Binance Coin already is burnt, okay? And since it runs on a centralized you know, mainnet, I think that they can do changes a lot faster. I think CZ has the money to make changes a lot quicker. And uh, yeah, so th- those are my those are my reasons. This is going to be 
better for price faster because they're already burning Binance coin. This is also going to be more adaptable. It's going to adapt quicker because there's more money to throw at it. And it's centralized more so than decentralized. Um, I do think that a lot of great mercenary projects will be built on the Binance smart chain and go over to Cardano or be interoperable with Cardano. But I don't think that Binance coin is going away. I think these two are literally going to surpass Ethereum in a short amount of time. And then Ethereum's price will grow. But I think by market cap, you're already starting to see that these two are neck and neck. And they're both going to have a great place in our future. I do believe that. All right, guys. So that's pretty much it for the video. I hope you enjoyed uh, that long video. I cover a bunch of different stuff. And um, yeah, feel free to go back and watch my other videos too, or just, you know, pick out clips that you want to watch. But this is all my thoughts on the market right now. If you want to be searching for altcoin projects, make sure that they're unique. Make sure that they're kind of, you know, one step above the rest, if you will. Make sure that they're that will kind of help in legitimacy from my point of view. Make sure they have a strong Twitter, Telegram, um, strong site is huge. Having a good website, I always look for. And uh, yeah, use those things. So go to CoinGecko, go to BSC Daily if you're on the Binance Smart Chain or other media outlets. Check out other people like Ivan does altcoins usually so you can maybe pick up something from him. I really like when things are first launched. So that's why BSC Daily is good because sometimes you can see something unique like I found with we enter and then I found yummy from just looking at tweets of celebrities, believe it or not. And I looked at their telegram, they have like 23,000 people in their telegram. So it's just a matter of time. But um, all right, guys, so that's what I got for you today. Thank you so much.